Good evening, this is Quintus Curtius, and welcome back to the Fortress of the Mind podcast. And in this podcast, we're going to be taking up a question that a reader sent to me by email, which concerns how to deal with the fear of death, how to deal with the fear of death, something that is troubling him, and I'm sure troubles many people. And he wants to know, essentially, how the Stoics would have dealt with it, or what their responses would have been to his question. Let's first read his email. I assume it's a he. It's, I suppose it could be a she as well, but the initials are A.H. And A.H. says, I am troubled, dear Quintus, I am troubled by a fear of death, and I don't know how to handle it. I had a serious brush with injury in an auto accident last month, and the thought of death has been on my mind ever since. I also lost my grandfather recently. Quintus, what would the Stoics have said about this, and is there a way I can incorporate it into my thinking? I'd like to know your thoughts. Well, A.H.'s question is a very common one, a very valid one, because everybody thinks about death. And as you get older, I suppose the thought of it will uh, be on your mind more and more as uh, loved ones and friends and family begin to die and you have more of a direct experience with the world and its uh, mortalities. Uh, that you find in it. So it's a legitimate question. So what I'm going to try to do is to answer his question in a way that I think the Stoics would have uh, answered it or to bring up the points that I think they would have raised to try to provide some relief to A.H. and the questions that he has. So let me go down through my list and we'll take each point one by one and hopefully this will provide uh, more insight on how the Stoics thought of dealing with the fear of death. Well, I think the first point I think that we have to internalize, the first point that the Stoics used to make, and this is something that comes up in my, my translation of the book Stoic Paradoxes, which you can find on my website, qcurtius.com. And this is the point that, that a lot of our misunderstandings of, of death and the fear of death arise from the fact that we view death as an evil. We view death as an evil. And that's the first step to overcoming the fear of death is to recalibrating our thinking about death into realizing that it is not an evil. You know, that's that's the first point. Death is not an evil to the dead or to the living. Okay? And and why is that? Well, the first reason I think is because the dead do not suffer. They don't they don't they don't uh th- there is no suffering. All those stories that we hear about that are told by theologians about uh, the nether world and the nether regions of people being tormented in in hell or suffering in purgatory. Those are fables designed to keep people in line uh, during life. So we should not be troubled by fears of the underworld. There's no proof that any of them exist, at least according to the Stoic view. And Another point that's brought up is that even if death is a destruction, a complete destruction of, of us as entities, um, we should realize that the, the people who are dead are not unhappy. They have no feeling. They're not sentient. They don't have, uh, they, they, they have no feeling as, as sentient organisms anymore. And so the, the dead are not unhappy and the living are not unhappy either. Because the living should not fear death because it can't bring them any evil. Nothing bad can happen to them because of it. And I think a third point here that I'll throw out is that 
the idea that before you were born, you have no recollection of anything. You never felt anything before you were born. And after death will be the same. You will never feel anything after you die because your uh, existence will have terminated. So there's no there's no basis for feeling any fear because there won't be anything there won't be any existence period so that's the first point that's the first or the, the first section of points that i think we need to be mindful of when we're talking about uh, the fear of death or dying now the second category of points that the stoics often talk about in this regard they go further than just saying that uh, death is not an evil they actually say that death is actually a positive blessing it's a, it's a it's a good thing it's not a bad thing and to prove that what they really try to say is that let's assume if if the soul is is material if the soul really does perish then there's no feeling after death and on the other hand if the soul is immortal then it's already destined to be happy and therefore death is actually a blessing so either way we're covered if the soul perishes there's no feeling and there's no reason to be upset and if the soul is immortal then it's going to be destined to be happy anyway and therefore death is a blessing so that those two options basically provide a positive outcome for thinking about death and i guess this brings us to a point where we probably should at least mention it although it's not really the subject of this podcast is is the soul really immortal can we say that the soul is immortal well this is a question that all the great philosophical schools all spend a great deal of time and effort on and i could literally spend days or years uh, talking about it but essentially the stoics did depending on which school or era of stoicism we're talking about there were some who did acknowledge the fact that the soul might be immortal or could be immortal. And in this connection, I would point listeners to uh, my chapter in, the, in, in my book, Pantheon, which talks about Neoplatonism, and it talks about the, um, the, the, uh, the theories of Plotinus and how all of creation, all of existence, was basically through the interaction of these three hypostases, the one, intellect, and soul. And essentially, by going through the the um, the details of all that, he was able to show that the soul is in fact immortal. Plato talks about this a lot. A lot of the philosophers dealt with it. It's a very complicated subject. I'm not going to get into it in great detail here, but if you're interested, you can check out that chapter in Pantheon, which talks about the um, Neoplatonic theories of the immortality of the soul. So that's that's something uh, a digression that I want to just point out here. You know, another work that um, uh, that I produced that also talks about the immortality of the soul is also the Dream of Scipio, which is in the my book Stoic Paradoxes. And uh, Cicero very clearly lays out his idea that the soul is in fact immortal and should be viewed in that way. But I suppose. We can take a skeptical view also, and let's just imagine that the soul is not immortal. Let's say the soul perishes with the body. Let's just say that. Then what relief can we have against the fear of death? Well, we still can have relief that way too, because of these reasons. There would be no feeling after death. Okay, The pain of death would last only for a brief time. 
and death would deliver us from our miseries and disappointments and earthly sorrows. And when you're dead, you're unconscious and you can't feel the loss of the good things of life. And, um, you know, it's just not an evil if we look at it in that perspective. So what we see here that the Stoics were able to accomplish is they try to cover all bases. They basically try to say that, look, death is not an evil, whether the, whether the soul is immortal or not. Death is still not an evil. If the soul is immortal, you're covered for all the reasons that we spoke of previously. And if it is not immortal, then you're still covered because you won't be missing anything anyway. So that's that should those are at least the rational explanations for why a person should not fear death. But let's face it, let's let's talk reality here, AH. A lot of times these rational explanations don't really provide much comfort. I know when someone is upset, when someone is distressed, when someone is worried, it's usually about something else. That's been my experience. When someone is worried about abstract things like fear of dying or fear of death, what that usually means is that they are afraid of something else. Something is going on in their own lives, in their own lives, that is causing them to be upset. Just like the the wrestler who emailed me uh, a few days back, and I did a podcast on it. He was talking about, I, I feel like I'm not losing, I feel like I'm losing my aggression. I don't have it. There are people that I'm losing against, that I should be winning against. And in my discussion of that question, I really tried to bring attention to the fact that it was probably something else that was oppressing his mind. And he was able to email me later and admit that that was, in fact, the case. So that's, I think, what was all, what is also happening here. I think now I'm not I'm not saying that that people do not walk around uh you know without fear of death. I mean it it is a common fear. It is something that is going to oppress your thoughts occasionally now and then it's healthy, it's normal as you get older. But you you can't dwell on it. You really can't dwell on it because if you do, there's just no end to it. It becomes a cycle that never goes anywhere and it becomes a cycle that only has a downward trajectory. So that's why you, you've got to really try to get yourself out of that thinking pattern because uh, I, I just think that it's just not a healthy place to be. So hopefully the the pointers that I've just laid out here in this podcast will help you, will help convince yourself rationally because there are some people who are persuaded by rational argument. Not many, but there are some people who truly can say that, you know, hey, now that you point those things out, now that you put it in that way, Quintus, I really get that. That really resonates with me. I really appreciate your saying that. And that's good. I hope that has been uh, you know, of use somehow. But really what we should be focusing on, instead of trying to analyze and, and parse out logical reasons why we should not fear death, maybe a better focus of our, of our energies is to try to live our lives based on or with the blessings of virtue. If we try to adopt a virtuous lifestyle, and if we try to cultivate our own inner selves, cultivate our virtues, all of the virtues that matter, then we will automatically shield ourselves and be able to defend ourselves and be able to have that that embankment that will protect us from this fear of death. It automatically happens because a life that's based on virtue gives 
won automatically the courage in the face of death. And this is shown in in all of history. You can pick any example. I've I've put many examples in my books, in thirty seven, in in Pantheon, and also in uh, uh, Pathways, of historical figures, famous men, who were able to deal with things in the face of death and were able to continue and to push forward and to survive and to triumph. And that's really been the focus of a lot of what I've tried to talk about is to enable, to impart that sense of peace and quiescence so that we can continue to fight along in the struggle that is life. Because it is a struggle and anyone who says otherwise is not being realistic or is delusional. So hopefully, A.H., these little pointers, these little uh, subjects that we've talked about here tonight will be of use to you. I hope uh, I hope it will be. And if you have any further questions, don't hesitate to email. And this will conclude our podcast for tonight. I'm Quintus Curtius, and this was brought to you courtesy of Fortress of the Mind Publications. And if you enjoyed this podcast, I would ask that you go to iTunes and rate me there on iTunes so that others can find this podcast. I would appreciate it. And until next time, I'm Quintus Curtius. Good night.